things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Hello everyone and welcome back to the Being Inspired radio show. I am your host Amanda Johnson and I am feeling so much excitement coursing through my body today as I have a new guest with me, someone who I had the pleasure of meeting now, oh, six months ago or so here in my hometown of Sioux Falls. We were connected via other acquaintances, friends, community here in town. And I'll have to admit that the moment I met her and was introduced to her, um, I just knew she was something incredible. I immediately felt inspired by her actually in terms of everything that she has created and what she does for others um, and how she shows up in the world. And so I realized I needed to have her on this show so that she can grace your presence with her gifts and her energy and her passion um, for what it is that she does and how she helps others. And so with no further ado, I want to introduce you to Chelsea Tracy, owner and operator of Chelsea's Boutique located in downtown Sioux Falls. Chelsea began her business in 2009 at the venturous age of 20 years old. Chelsea may be passionate about fashion, but her true love and devotion lies in empowering women and helping them find their confidence. You'll find that evident in the monthly empowerment events she hosts, through her Facebook group, Empowering Women of Sioux Falls, and through the boutique's podcast, Beyond Clothes, which I also have had the privilege of being a guest on. Chelsea has also launched another brand, Style by Chelsea, which focuses on one-to-one personal styling in the greater Sioux Falls area, and where she also has her own personal blog about pushing through the boundaries and comfort zones that hold us back, and of course, fashion. Her most recent undertaking, Conversation Piece, is a home decor and accent furniture store, which she co-owns with her mom in bringing Sioux Falls a unique and eclectic mix of items for your home. And I had to even take some stuff out of her bio because this woman is just so incredible and has so much to offer. So that is just a snippet. Chelsea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for such a beautiful introduction. You're welcome. It's impressive to say the least. And um, I don't think I realized just how, um, what a ripe young age of 20 you were when you started your business. And um, I I knew when I met you again, I just could tell you have this, this driving force, this energy, and it's so evident in everything that you do and in everything you touch. And so why not have you here to inspire us, um, to inspire me? And of course, being inspired means that we are allowing what is true for us to flow through us and reach others. And so I think you are um, really evident. You do that so clearly in your life in so many ways. So I'm super excited that you're here. And each of these shows where I invite someone to join me in a conversation, we choose a theme or a topic that is near and dear to the guest's own experience. And when I asked Chelsea what she stands for, what she's kind of wrestling with or grappling with, or maybe just what's really present for her in her life, she sent something back to me. And what I was able to 
kind of tease out of what she said so beautifully is that we want to look at today what it means to be who you truly are. How do we how do we find that? What does that look like? What does it mean to be who you truly are? And as she'd shared with me, you know, she, um, she has spent a lot of her life pleasing others and being the chameleon, doing what other people think she should do. And that resonated so much with me. Um, I mean, even to the word chameleon, I've used that to describe myself and, and just recently in her journey and maybe in yours, who's listening and certainly in my own journey, it's about finding who we truly are and instead of being who everyone else wants us to be. And so that's what I want to look at today and, I, and what I hope Chelsea and I can explore and uncover and share our own truths and our own insights about. And if you're familiar with the show, you know that I like to open each of the episodes with a quote or a passage. And I have such a cool story about this today because as soon as I was reading what Chelsea had sent to me, and feeling into that prior to the show, the, a quote immediately popped into my mind. And it's a quote that I used actually in my book, Becoming Enough, to start a chapter on comparison. And the quote is by Oscar Wilde, and it's, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Now, I thought about that quote, and I was thinking, okay, and I said, but there's something, I want something juicier to share on this that we can really um, use to dive into this conversation. And I actually decided to choose something from my own book, which feels slightly strange and also pretty incredible um, to be able to quote myself. And so before I get into that, though, I have to share this really cool story. I was starting my launching or starting up my computer before the show just a few minutes prior, and I launched my website browser and I used something called Momentum, which if you haven't already looked at it or downloaded it, it's a great tool. It gives you a beautiful image every day on your screen, on, on your browser, and a really inspiring quote. And then there's other things that you can use it for. Well, you could never imagine what the quote was for today. The Oscar Wilde quote, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And I couldn't believe it, Chelsea. I couldn't believe it. When I saw that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But, you know, I'm, I'm beyond thinking it was meant to be and exactly. And I'm, I'm beyond thinking things are um, coincidence and I don't know about you, but it's just more fun to see things as miracles and just divine synchronicities versus, oh yeah, it just happened to be that way. Right. So I thought that was such a cool, cool way to start the show. So we really are in, we are meant to talk about this today. And so the, the, a longer quote that I want to read, and this is what we're going to use just to dive into the conversation. As I mentioned, comes from my book, and Chelsea has been such a huge supporter of my book from the very beginning. I've had a um, chance to speak with her and her empowering women's event about it, be on her podcast and talk about it. So anyway, it feels like a really all of this is just meant to be. So from the book Becoming Enough, um, I said this. And as you hear this quote, just close your eyes, perhaps, or feel into what truth is being spoken to you, and we'll, we'll go from there. It requires radical self-responsibility to be authentic, to stand in your true knowing. It requires you to get clear on what you truly desire, to wipe away the fog and take a good long look in the mirror at the already perfect self. It requires you to show up consciously as a co-creator of your life, 
as opposed to running on autopilot, doing what others tell you to do, or rebelling out of spite. So Chelsea, as you hear that, that section from the book, what, what stands out to you in terms of being authentic um, and what it requires to be truly who you are? Yeah, I mean, the co-creating your life instead of standing by and kind of watching it pass you by, I think is, you know, what really stood out to me because um, for me personally, you know, a lot of my life, I think because I did start my business so young, I feel like I've been, quote unquote, in the spotlight, you know, since I since I started at the age of 20. So um, for me, um, I've always tried to be the person who I want other people to look up to and who they can come and get advice from and like, oh, she has all of her junk together and she's never sad and she's never down. And so um, for me, like that was who I was being or pretending to be, I should say, um, was this person who had it all together and who people were admiring. And, you know, I always heard, how do you do it all? And how do you keep it together? And like I fed off of that. And instead of, you know, being me and the and the authentic, you know, maybe sad sometimes, maybe going through some stuff kind of person, I was always putting on this front of, no, I'm happy and things are great and nothing's ever wrong. And, you know, I think when you do that, um, you're actually, you know, you're doing that to please other people, to um, show them this person that you want to be. Um, because you want people to get, you know, closer to you. But, you know, I remember at the empowerment event when you spoke and you had said, um, when you do that, actually people aren't getting to know you for you because you're putting up this wall of who you are, quote, unquote. (laughs) So I totally resonated with that because I feel, you know, I felt that and feel that exact same way for so long that I wanted people to like me and love me and want to be a part of my life. But when I'm showing them someone who isn't actually who I really am, then how can I let them, they're not actually getting close to the real me. Absolutely. And I love how your example in a sense was this, I mean, as you started sharing your story, I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's who you really are. You know, this kind of, this this woman who you want people to admire you and look up to you and you're just, you know, you've got everything together. And what's so fat? And of course, I'm thinking, well, yeah, of course, right? That's like, that is who you are, right? (laughs) But but here's what's interesting about this is, yes, it is who you are. I guarantee it. You are someone that people admire and people look up to. And probably, like, has, you you obviously have led a life where you're able to be responsible and take care of things, you know. And yet, what I love about what you're, you're pointing out here is that, in a way, and I think I talk about this in the book too, to a point where we kind of put up the shield, which like, so look how perfect I am. Look how I have all of my things together and, and, you know, I'm never sad and I'm never angry. And, you know, you can totally admire me and look up to me because look at this incredible thing. And when we remove that, it doesn't mean that none of those things are true because ultimately deep down that is still true. And as you said, what it, all it does is it blocks people from truly seeing that. So there are these layers that we remove and it's like usually we have to remove that and go wait, let me show up 
maybe with my shit not together, you know, for a minute. Mm-hmm. And can I still feel loved? And can I still feel good? And, and then can I also show up and be like, wow, I'm really sad today. And do people still love me? And then ultimately we'll, we'll go back and we'll truly find who we are, which is probably really close to this front you'd been putting on for so many years. So I just think that's cool. And I also love how your experience of, you know, being what other people want you to be is really this like, I have it all together. Because I bet a lot of people mm-hmm. can relate to that, right? A lot of people can, that's what people want. People don't want a mess. People don't want someone who's breaking down, right? Or right, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. I have noticed though, you know, with starting uh, my own personal blog in the past few months, um, when I'm writing more about like, ah, this week I just did not have my shit together and nothing, you know, everything's falling apart and, you know, that stuff. People are like, oh, my gosh, yes, thank you for saying that. Thank you for pointing out that it's okay to not have it all together. Thank you for sharing, you know, the mistakes that you made because that's more relatable. Like, no one has it all together. We like to all pretend that we do, but no one does. And it's it's good to be able to share your experience and be like, yeah, this week wasn't my week, but next week, you know, this is what I'm going to accomplish or whatever it may be. So I think it helps to resonate with other people too. And, you know, to make them feel like they're not alone and it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. We can relate to the humanness of our experience, right? Because we're all human. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it is comforting to know we're not alone. And I think I actually heard someone else say this, um, it might have been Rob Bell, who also is a podcast, or someone else. But he, it, they were talking about this idea that so often people, when they're in, um, in the midst of something, you know, they need they need answers. Something kind of horrible is going on or, or stressful, and so often it looks like what we're doing is we're seeking answers from people. We want to tell me what to do, give me the ten step formula, you know, just show me the framework to follow. Uh, and that's what it appears to be when we reach out and we ask people for help. And yet, truly, what we're doing is we're looking to know that we're not alone. We just want to know mm-hmm. someone else has experienced that someone else has been there. And so I think that's awesome that in your own blog, you're finding that to be true for yourself. When you show up with your tribe, with your community and say, wow, this is what I'm dealing with, they immediately get to connect with you and say, wow, me too. I'm not alone. Absolutely. I think when you, like you had mentioned earlier, when you start breaking down those walls and letting people into who you truly are and what you're honestly going through, you know, people just, they find you more relatable. They find you more, you know, um, able to resonate with because they're going through the same kind of stuff. Absolutely. I love that. And so you've, you've been on this journey, you said even, even fairly recently in terms of kind of deepening into this authentic self, into being who you truly are. Um, mm-hmm. What is that? What does that look like? And I mean, you've given us a little taste in terms of, you know, you're showing up maybe more um, vulnerably in your in your sharing with your tribe and your audience and your community. What else does it look like for you to start to find this authentic being to truly who you know, be who you are? Yeah, I mean, outside of, you know, sharing that, like I said, through my personal blog and um, with my friends and family, um, it's been a lot of a journey just within, too. You know, I've had to go through a lot of forgiving myself and letting go of the things from the past and um, stuff like that has really um, led me down that path of finding who I truly am because we even, you know, put up fronts within ourselves, like, 
oh, I am this person or I'm that person, instead of talking ourselves up and saying, no, you are a freaking awesome person and you are empowering people all over and you're doing really great things. And, you know, we're our um, biggest critic. And so we talk down to ourselves and the things that we say to ourselves, we would never say to our friends or family. So why are we saying it to ourselves? I don't know. Um, but that's been a big journey for me too, is, you know, instead of the negative self-talk is, um, telling myself really how awesome I am. And um, I don't know about you, but one thing that I really deal with is never doing enough, never being enough, never accomplishing enough. And so just being able to tell myself, no, you are awesome. What you're doing is enough. Who you are is enough. Um, Yeah, you want to, you know, there's things that I want to keep doing. And obviously I like to push the boundaries and I love getting outside of my comfort zone. Um, And I'm still going to do those things, but just reminding myself, you know, that, what you are doing is great. Yeah, I think um, I think I can relate to that. <laughs> I think I can relate <laughs> to the whole thing. Uh, it may be why I wrote a book about it because exactly, it's yeah. like there is. I've spent my lifetime saying no, it's not enough. It's, and 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 this is what I find mm-hmm. hilarious, by the way, Chelsea. And and I don't mean to um, minim uh, minimize it at all. But what I think is really lovely is here you are. I mean, and not like I said, I didn't read half of your bio because honestly, there's just so much other incredible things and I wanted to be concise. And so as I read the full thing, I'm thinking, wow, like this girl, she, I mean, like, I didn't even mention it. You're like featured in the Wall Street Journal and like the only one, you know, featured in some of these other media outlets here in Sioux Falls and how much money you've raised for other organizations and all these really tangible accomplishments. And I think it's fascinating when we are the perception we have of ourselves is so vastly different than how other people perceive us. Because if you were to like me reading about you and meeting you and talking with you, there is not not even an iota of the belief that you are not doing enough. (laughs) Like I'm thinking, girl, slow down. Like if anything, I'm like, okay, just take a breath. (laughs) Like I hope you took it. I hope you take a day off once in a while. You know, that's all I'm thinking. And yet I get it because I've had a similar experience or so I think knowing that I've had those thoughts of myself, well, I'm never, I'm just not doing enough and blah, 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 blah. And yet I have other people reflect back to me just how untrue that is from their perspective. And so I just think it's fascinating how we perceive ourselves versus how others perceive us. It's so true. It's almost like a curse some days because, you know, there's just days when I'm so exhausted. I've put in like, 18 hour days at the end of the day I'm still thinking oh told me I had four more extra hours in this day I could have gotten this and this done and my family and friends are like chill take a minute like go on vacation go like just stop working for a day and I'm like no it's never enough um but you know finding that balance and telling yourself no it is enough I am enough what I'm doing is enough um it's difficult but the more you practice it and the more you do it obviously the better you're gonna get Absolutely. And what I love too, when you said the fact of like being who you truly are actually is about reminding yourself of just how freaking awesome you are. And that is something you're learning a lot earlier than I did, because that was something just very recently, even in my journey in the last few years, I started going, oh, wait, because truly who we are, we are magnificent. We are just powerful beyond measure. And yet so often we don't know that we don't realize that because I think we're kind of afraid of it. That's, that's one thing I've started to key into, but either way, we don't, we don't focus on that. We focus on our lack 
you know, we focus on our not enoughness, as you've been talking about in terms of the voice in the head, the, the critic that we all have. And so I think it's really, really great that you're starting to say, no, who I truly am, like is, and, and it means that I'm going to be sad some days and it means that I'm going to be exhausted some days. And it's going to mean that, you know, shit just kind of falls apart some days. And I'm awesome despite all of that. Like I'm still this incredible, magnificent being deep down. And I do believe the journey to, to knowing who we truly are is to accept all of that. The day that I'm sad and like everything just fell apart on me, can I own that? Can I, can I just sit in that and say, wow, that happened. And then also know that I'm freaking amazing. So if I want to go take a vacation, I take a vacation. Or if I want to just sit and be with my friend, I'm with my friend because that's enough. Because I'm this incredible person being with this other incredible person. So I love that this is your, your journey through it is, is, is looking at the, the human part of your experience where it feels really crappy sometimes. And then also knowing deep down you're this awesome divine being. That's beautiful. Exactly. Yes. And so what is it, so how is this looking in terms of like, can you share a story? I mean, I, hear, I love sharing stories because I think this is where we connect and we relate. Like, is there a time recently or in this, you know, as you've been kind of peeling back these layers and going, wow, you know, I am awesome and I can be more authentic. I can show you what's really going on for me. Is there something in the past that, you know, maybe six months to a year or whenever that's shown up in your life. That's like, maybe things just kind of fell apart for you. And how did you deal with that? And what did that look like? And how did you move through that? Remembering how awesome you are? Yeah. Um, so I would say about, um, well, about six months ago, um, I started uh, a divorce process. And let's just say that is not fun for anyone. Um, but for <laughs> some reason, um, my divorce decided to be a little bit more trickier. And so um, I came to probably one of my lowest points um, in my life. And um, I struggled for a full, you know, a few weeks and probably a few months, honestly, um, trying to remind myself that I am a good person and, you know, my, what I've been through in life does not define me. It's more about how I, how I deal with that and move forward. And so going through that and doing a lot of, um, you know, self-development and personal development and, um, you know, seeing a counselor and, you know, just going through that stuff, talking with friends and being open and honest about how I was feeling instead of just being like, yeah, no, everything's fine. Everything's cool. Um, and actually talking about what's going on and how I'm feeling and how I'm dealing with things. Um, that was a huge help. Um, and then I would say one of the first things publicly that I had done um, was my first uh, blog that I ever wrote. And I talked about in there how my entire life, I've had um, terrible self-esteem. Um, I think most women, for some reason, can really relate to that. And um, I was kind of the girl that was always a little heavier in high school, and I got teased a lot for that. And so that kind of just followed me, you know, through to my college days, um, even though, you know, I kind of shed the weight um, instead of getting the freshman 15, I dropped the freshman 15, which was awesome. Um, but so I, I, you know, I always kind of dealt with that complex. And um, when I decided to do this fashion and personal development type blog for my style by Chelsea, um, 
I had talked to my photographer and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a model for it for our first shoot. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, why? It's your brand. Why aren't you modeling in the photos? And I'm like, eh, to be honest, like, just not happy where I am. I'd like to drop, you know, 10 or 15 pounds. And he looked me straight in the eye and he's like, Chelsea, you are all about empowering women and telling women they're beautiful in their own skin and to be their own beautiful. And here you are, you're not even taking your own advice. And my jaw dropped and I was like, oh my gosh, you are so right. Like, this is what I stand for and I'm not even living up to, you know, what I'm preaching. And so um, a week later, we scheduled out uh, uh, photo shoots and we did the first photos. And I'm not going to lie, the night before the photo shoot, I kind of had a mini panic attack. And I was like, well, I'm not going to look good in these photos. I really don't like having my picture taken. Like all this just ridiculous stuff around these photos. Um, and then of course the day came and we took them and I got them back and, you know, there were some that I didn't love, but for the most part, I was like, oh my gosh, like I look great in these and, um, the outfits I put together are awesome. And so when the first kind of post I put out there, I said that in the post, like, I really didn't want to put this out there. I really didn't want to talk about my insecurities of, you know, my weight and what I've struggled with my entire life. And um, what I what I really got down to is what in life are we putting off because we're not ready, because we're not at that ideal weight, because we're not, you know, we don't have enough hours in the day and all of that stuff. What are we putting off in life that could be, you know, making our life so much better or making other people's lives better or getting us to that next level in life because we're not ready yet. So mm. that you know, when I put that out, I had within two days over 800 people reading it, hundreds of messages being sent, like, thank you, you're, you're pushing me to that next level. You know, I've always um, wanted to do this, but I'm not because I'm not ready yet. And so that was really, really cool um, to see, you know, that kind of impact of sharing with, you know, with the public about the things that I'm going through and that I've kind of struggled with and how I got through them and pushed the next level and, you know, how much that impacted other people's lives. It was really amazing. That is awesome. And your story alone is so empowering. I mean, me listening to it, my body was just lit up with truth bumps and, you know, hearing you share so willingly and so vulnerably, because to me, this is, you just represented, first of all, everything you do stand for. Even by saying, wow, here I was, you know, not like taking my own medicine, right? Not even mm-hmm. um, following my own advice in that moment. And yet here you are totally doing that because you are showing up very consciously to say, this is what's going on. This is what I notice. I notice here's where I wasn't living you know, maybe living out what I teach or what I believe in. And so here's what I'm going to do about it. And that through your own story, you've just empowered others. You've inspired others. I think that's amazing. And now you, this is like, that's just one more, like you've just cleared off that, the the like cloudy window a little bit more to say that's truly who you are. You're a woman mm-hmm. who shows up and says, this is what I believe in. And this is what I stand for. And I think that's beautiful. So. Amazing. That's amazing. Well, thank you. (laughs) And so, and what, and also backing up for that, like your whole, the way you've navigated something as, as uncomfortable and sometimes unpretty as a divorce and you can move through that and you can navigate it and you can say, yeah, I don't always feel like some days I don't feel great. And I'm going to talk about my feelings. I'm going to find support. I'm going to, you know, bolster myself again. I'm going to consciously co-create my life. Um, 
I'm not just going to like slap on a smile and pretend everything's okay. And I think, again, that's modeling such, um, again, what you stand for and really who you truly are, um, which mm-hmm. is this, this being who, I, I think, as you were saying, like sometimes, um, you know, life is, it's not about what happens to us. It's not, you know, the circumstances, it's how we respond to them. And you absolutely are demonstrating that that is what matters most because you are still you and you are still rocking even through all this. So I just, huge kudos. It's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then of course I'm sitting here going, how many views did you get on that? I need to get on your list, girl. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> We all have our strengths. That's the other thing, right? I can't get away from it. We all have our strengths. So, um, so it just like, I feel like kind of we we kind of close out on this idea of really being who you truly are, and and that's what you've you're honing into. What what is that? What is that for you? Like who who are you seeing yourself as? Um, who is Chelsea truly? Would you say? Um, you know, I attended a personal development retreat. It was a week-long retreat down in Lake Tahoe. And um, in this retreat, we had to create a personal contract. So we had to write, um, we had to come up with three um, words to describe ourselves of not who we are currently, but who we want to be. And once we reach that person, like, the skies will open up and, oh, you know, we, we've, we've quote-unquote made it. Um, to what we are wanting to accomplish. So um, for me, those three words were um, confident, forgiving, and surrendered. So um, for me, those are finding my true being would be becoming those three things. So becoming a confident woman in my skin um, and me as a leader. Um, Surrendered would be surrendering to what's going on around me stop trying to control everything stop trying to make it be how I want it to be or how I think it should be in my head or what it should look like Um, and forgiving is mostly that's forgiving myself forgiving myself for my past and you know the events that have happened in my life and um, you know forgiving others that I may have blamed for excuse me the events that have happened or things that have gone on Um, I think in those three words alone is is me truly finding myself um, and who I am. Um, but I also think um, outside of that is me being able to show up, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and pushing the boundaries and comfort zones of myself, but also others. I love, love pushing people outside their comfort zones. Um, my employees may not always love it because I really enjoy doing it to them. Um, but it's so amazing to me to see how much they've grown, you know, in just a year or two that they've worked for me, these, this, these people that um, they've kind of molded into um, because I have pushed them outside their comfort zones, you know, it's hard to do it on your own. Sometimes you need someone there kind of giving you an extra push. Um, so that's been, that's been really cool. And I think that that for me is what, what it is about finding your true self. That's incredible. And I would like to offer you or extend to you a congratulations because as I sit here and witness you, um, I see you. You just shared a story with us of what a confident woman you are, a confident woman in your own skin that you would go through a photo shoot uh, using your own self, using yourself as the model. And then I hear how you are surrendering to what is in terms of the circumstances of your divorce, to letting it be messy, letting it be sad and uncomfortable. 
And I also heard you share earlier in this episode of how you forgive yourself. And that's one of the big things you've been doing is forgiving yourself um, for all of these things. And, and even through some of the, you know, through some of this nastiness of the divorce and, and the like. So I just want to say from where I'm sitting, uh, you are already who you truly are. And I think that is phenomenal. Yes. And <laughs> at, at the end of the retreat, it was really great because, you know, we, we had been saying these these personal contracts all week and then at the end they were like you know you are already these words that you're saying you just have to be them yes so that was really amazing yeah begin to be that's what it means to become to begin to be so there we are you're beginning to be who you already are yes (laughs) awesome so well thank you for just being thank you for being so vulnerable and for sharing your these moments uh, and what this has looked like is you have started to reveal who you truly are through these various stories of your life and experiences and um, even some recent development work you've been doing. And I'd love to, to shift very um, to the questions that I ask each of our guests at the end. So there are five questions and they're all about getting to know you a little bit better in terms of what inspires you. So the first question is who is a source of inspiration for you and why? I would say my biggest inspiration right now is my mother. Um, For as long as I can remember, she has been incredibly hardworking and one of the most um, just sweetest people you'll ever meet. She'll drop whatever she's doing and come and help you. Or, um, you know, if you're going through a hard time, she will call you and she'll sit on the phone and cry with you and whatever else you need. Um, she's been in business for 20 some years. And so she's really helped me, you know, starting my business um, eight years ago and, you know, helping me uh, push to the next level and um, helping me with all my business questions that I have. And um, she is just, she's just so amazing. And I could go on and on and on about her. Um, but she is just definitely my biggest inspiration. And that's wonderful. And I've had the pleasure of meeting her. And in the very, very short amount of time, I can see why you say all those things and why she stands out. And you're getting to work with her now, which I think is just incredible. Incredible. Yes, we love it so much. It's wonderful. So then what place or activity is most inspiring to you right now? Um, so my favorite thing to do in the morning, um, I'm kind of an early bird. I'm, I'm, I go to bed at like 9.30 or 10 every night, and then I'm up at between 5 or 6 a.m. And so how I really love starting my mornings is um, either I like to start off by um, doing some gratitude journaling, which just kind of gets me focused and grounded. And then while I'm getting ready, because it's such a, you know, it's a process between a half hour and hour to take a shower and get ready and all that. So I love being able to listen to inspirational um, podcasts. And so my favorite one right now is by Jake Naraki. Um, It is called Operation Self-Reset. And in there, um, what he always has us do is called the awesome sauce. And so you you stand in a position of power and then you scream on top of your lungs, I'm freaking awesome. And so I'm sure my neighbors think I'm crazy. Every morning they hear this girl next door screaming, I'm freaking awesome on the top of her lungs while she's in the bathroom. But um, I love doing that. It's, it's silly. It pushes you outside your comfort zone because who actually, you know, stands up and, and does that. Um, but because it is so silly, um, like I said, it is pushing you outside your comfort zone and getting you comfortable with the uncomfortable, which I love. 
Yeah, that is the point of life. I love it. Did he? And did you call? He calls it awesome sauce. Is that the what awesome sauce? Yeah, uh, I love that word, and it's so funny. I, my brother and I use that term all the time to describe things. So I just, I think that's a fun term. So that all of that <laughs> sounds wonderful. Uh, and everyone just got a really great podcast recommendation as well out of that. So wonderful. Now, I don't know if you're a big reader or if you have other podcasts or audio books that you found to be really inspiring to you on your journey. Is there one or two that stand out in your mind? Um, you know, one that I'm listening to right now, um, I'm not a big reader because it makes me so tired. I don't know why. As soon as I start reading a book, I'm like falling asleep. I don't know if it's just because my mind is like at ease and I'm focusing on the words or what it is, but I cannot get through a book if I'm reading it. So I do audiobooks. That's the only way I can really finish a book. And so I'm in the middle right now of um, – listening to a book called The Big Magic. And I'm drawing a blank right now of who it's by, but I'm sure you could find it. Big Elizabeth Magic. Gilbert and is sitting on my book. It's sitting right in front of me as we, as we speak. Ah, have you read it? Yes, yes. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's so good. So I'm not all the way through it, but um, I just love how she's constantly talking about, you know, being creative because I like to think of myself as a creative. Um, I love art and I love um, painting and drawing. And um, I was in every theater class you could possibly be a part of. And so I love that she, um, you know, is kind of talking about how you can make that more a part of your life. And so I've made a goal recently that I want to um, create artwork and have it hung in Rayfield. That's like my one of my big goals to accomplish within the next five years. So um, I think just listening that has really helped me to see that it is possible and that I can keep pushing myself um, and keeping your mind open to the possibilities and these ideas that come to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I read her book, it maybe when it first came out a couple year and a half ago, maybe or so anyway, it was over Christmas. It was transformational. So I'm so thrilled you mentioned it. And uh, I have it all dog eared and underlined. And I do I also like you're absolutely a creative. And I think that's what I also think is great is how she defines creatives and creative people. So even if you're not an artist, or what you might think of as a traditional creative person, I feel like her book still says speaks to so many of us. So great recommendation for sure. Uh, if you haven't read it, go get a copy. Um, okay, two more questions just to get to know what you're doing. So is there something you are currently working on or creating? And you've already given us a little maybe snippets of some of these things, but is there anything else that you're doing right now that's inspiring you? Um, I think right now, just because of the launch of the new business and right before that we had, um, I was gone for a week for my retreat and right before that was our big, uh, charity fashion show for dress for success. So I, it's been, you know, I posted once maybe in the last month and a half, um, with my style by Chelsea blog and inspirational blog. So, um, for me, it's just getting back into that and, um, getting those posts coming out once a week or once every other week. Um, cause for me, it's, it's such a great outlet to let, um, to get things off my chest or off my mind or things that I'm thinking about that are kind of bogging me down. Um, and plus, you know, like I said, I've had such a great audience. Um, that have enjoyed it. So just getting back into that is the, is the main thing that I need to really focus back in on. 
That's wonderful. Well, and we're all we're all blessed and lucky to get to receive that. So I look forward to seeing more of those. And now for anyone who I imagine is super inspired to reach out to you or follow this blog or see all the incredible things you're up to, maybe they're in need of some new style or fashion. Um, where do they find you? How can they connect? Yeah, so there's a few ways. Um, my website for my styling is stylebychelsea.co. Um, and then my uh, boutique is chelsea's.com, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, apostrophe S, dot com. Um, and then you can always reach out to me via email at chelsea at chelsea's.com. Um, I have Facebook and Instagram, all at Style by Chelsea. Um, or you can connect with me via our Empowering Women of Sioux Falls Facebook page as well and get some great inspiration from other women that are struggling with things, that are needing help, some great quotes are posted, all of that fun stuff. Amazing. And I will put links to all of that in the show notes for this episode. So if someone couldn't catch it fast enough, they can go and click on a link. Um, and I highly recommend that you, if you're in Sioux Falls, for sure, stop down, check out her stores, plural, and um, get in touch. And if you aren't in Sioux Falls, then I invite you to connect with her in the Facebook group or check out her blog. Um, as I said at the very beginning of the show, Chelsea, your your energy, your passion, your vitality, just all of this is so palpable. And um, it's, it's really great to see how it it is sprinkled into your life so um, witnessing how you are empowering people inspiring people uh, as you do the work yourself is just really awesome to watch so find Chelsea if you aren't already connected and be sure to give her a shout out read her blog Um, and I'm just so grateful that you could join me on this episode and share your insight and your wisdom with us Thank you so much for having me. We finally got to turn the table since we've had you in so many things, which you have been so amazing at. So thank you so much. You are so welcome. I know I always love to, I like to do that. I think it's such a beautiful gift. So thank you everyone for listening and um, catch us next time. And until then, many blessings.